summary of the Sikha. There's a well-known phrase that the Rabbeim would say right after Simchas Teirah or Shabbos Bereshis, they would There was a pronouncement, so to speak, of the Yaakov Holoch Ladarkai. Yaakov went on his way, which means it's a, it's actually a verse from this week's parsha, which talks about the where Lavan chased down Yaakov as he was leaving from uh, from Choron, and he caught up, caught up with him somewhere on the road, and they had a confrontation. And then in the morning they made peace. In the morning, Yaakov, uh, Lavan, they woke up early, and he, uh, Lavan kissed his sons and his daughters, and he went back home. And Yaakov went on his way. In other words, on towards Eretz Yisrael. And they would make this pronouncement: Yaakov went on his way means that a yid lead, he just went through the month of Tishrei. What's all of it? Uh, all the Yomim Tovim, the holiness, the mitzvahs and so on, all the activities of Tishrei, and now you're going back to regular daily life, so the Yaakov HaLchodarkim is a, like a blessing, you've got to go take the power from month of Tishrei and carry it into the rest of the year to go about your own personal business in a way that is holy as well. In fact, the word Ladarkai, Yaakov went on his way, so on his way means to your own personal way, you know, the way the road you travel, that's what it means away from holiness to the road that you travel, but on the other hand Ladarka Yaakov meant his very unique way of traveling, Yaakov had a very different way of traveling, so that in other words brings together these two things it's your way, it's ordinary stuff it's eating, it's drinking, in which you might think that you're no different than a goy but uh, so this tells you, Ladarka, your regular mundane life has to be like Yaakov's path. We are different. You are different than an ordinary person because it's it's your way, but it's your way in the way that Yaakov gave it his stamp of approval. In, in other words, the Aveda of whatever you do should be for the sake of Hashem. In everything that you do, you should recognize Hashem. Now, since everything that the Rabbeim say is very thought out and very specific and so on, so it's not just that they used three words from the Torah because they're like a pun. They work well in to describe the situation, but they really have no real connection to the situation. In fact, it's not true. The, what happened in that story with Yaakov is actually what we are replicating every time we leave Tishrei and go into the rest of the year. So we have to understand about this because it would seem that it's the exact opposite of what happens to a Yid when he leaves Tishrei. When a Yid leaves Tishrei, he comes from a holy place, a holy month, completely surrounded by holiness, and now he's going into regular mundane life. What happened by Yaakov? He was traveling from Charon, which is, as our sages tell us, Charon Afshal Makim the place which gets Hashem the most angry in the world at that time. And he was going to Eretz Yisrael. So he was leaving an unholy place to go to a holy place. It's exactly the opposite of what we're doing when we come from Tishrei to the rest of the year. So how does this describe that? So the explanation is, this Pasuk is not talking about Yaakov leaving Lovan's house in order to go back home to Eretz Yisrael. Yaakov left Lovan's house earlier. In fact, he snuck out in the middle of the night. Took his whole family with him. When ya- Lovan discovered that they all left, he chased them down, and he met up somewhere with him on, in the middle of the road. There they had the confrontation, as I said, 
They made peace and then Yaakov went on his way. So in other words, the Vayakov Holochodarke is not describing him leaving Laban's house to go to Esisrael. It means leaving whatever happened at that event in order to go to Esisrael. So now we have to understand what happened at that event. The meeting, meetup between Yaakov and Lavan. The Mizritch Magid says, explains it this way. He says, why is it that Lavan chased him down? He said, spiritually speaking, this is what was happening. Yaakov worked 22, 20 years in Lavan's house. And what was he doing? He was elevating all the holiness that was found under the control of Lavan. And for 20 years he worked on that and elevated the sparks. But there were certain things that he left behind. There was a certain element of sparks that he left behind. And that he couldn't elevate. And Lavan chased him down and he handed over those sparks of holiness as well. That's how the Mizritra Magid describes what happened there. So the question is, Yaakov went there and spent 20 years by Lavan. What was he going for? He was going in order to elevate the sparks. So why did he leave some behind? What does he mean that he left some behind? That Lavan had to chase him down and give him those sparks. So from this, what this means is that there are two different types of holiness, nitsutsas, sparks of holiness, that were under the control of Lavan. One is, those which can be accessed even by Yaakov through his own efforts, he's able to elevate those sparks. Those are the ones that he did do over the 20 years. That's what he did. But then there is certain very, very high level sparks which are beyond the reach of people, of, of, the, of people down here. We can't reach such high. They're so high, so, come from such a high level that we can't even reach there by own, our own efforts. The only way to get them is by a gift from above. They have to be gifted from some place that that's higher than those sparks or from the place where those sparks come from. And those, Yaakov couldn't reach on his own. So he couldn't elevate them. And he needed Lavan to chase them down and give them to him. We'll explain that in a minute. This is similar to, we find there are two different types of mitzvahs. There are mitzvahs which a person, most mitzvahs are of the kind that a person through their own efforts they think about I want to fulfill this mitzvah they prepare they do the mitzvah and it's done there are certain mitzvahs which cannot be done with your focus on the mitzvah the only way to get to them is by sort of being removed from the mitzvah as an example there is a mitzvah called shikha which means it's a gift that every farmer has to give to the poor what is it? A farmer would uh, harvest his wheat, then they would tie it into bundles, they would leave it out in the uh, field to dry, and then they would come and collect the bundles. What happens, says the trader, if somebody's collecting his bundles and he passes by a bundle, he, a bundle, a sheaf of wheat, he missed it, and he passed by it. That's called, he forgot it, it's now behind him. So you're not allowed to turn around and go back and get the forgotten bundle. That's the mitzvah of shikha. So how do you... Nobody can prepare for the mitzvah of shikha. It can only happen to you because you forgot a bundle. That's the only way to fulfill that mitzvah. There is nothing that you can do with your own attention to your farming or to whatever you're doing in order to fulfill this mitzvah. It's a mitzvah which comes after you missed picking it up. This could also be compared to what it says in the Mishnah anyone that pursues honor, honor will elude him. 
anyone that eludes honor, tries to elude honor, honor will, will catch up with him. In other words, that honor is unattainable by pursuing it. The only way that you can get honor is by avoiding it. Certain mitzvahs, the only way to get them is by non-activity, activity in this mitzvah. What is the inner reason why there are these two categories of mitzvahs? A regular mitzvah comes from Ratzana Elyon, from the will of Hashem. Hashem willed, has a certain will, He wants things to be done a certain way, and that's that where the mitzvahs originate, and a Yid is able to reach that mitzvah, do the mitzvah, and accomplish the mitzvah directly. Then there are mitzvahs which come from an even higher level. They come from that level which transcends the will of Hashem. They're on a much higher level. And a person is unable to reach that level. That's the kind of level which is beyond our reach. And therefore we can't plan on that mitzvah. It can only happen in a way that it it eludes you. And that's the way that you're able to, when Hashem decides, gives you the opportunity for the mitzvah. So He gives it as a gift from above. But it's not something that you can proactively reach that level. The same is true for the two different types of sparks that we talked about. There were the ones that Yaakov was able to access directly through his Abayda. And there were certain ones which are elude, elude him. And he has to wait until they're given from above. Only then does he have the ability to elevate them. And when he elevates them, he too has access to that high level of energy which comes from that transcendent level. Who does have connection to that high level? incredibly Lavan Lavan is his root, his source comes from an even higher level from the level of which means the whiteness from above what does the whiteness from above mean? the color white or really what it means is transparency when, some, when material has no color so color is something that obscures the actual thing that you're looking at when you see when somebody paints a wall blue so you see blue, but you don't see the wall. When you, or, or you paint a window, so you, see, you don't see anymore the window, you see the blue. Leuven, that kind of white, means there is something which is completely, there's nothing other than the essence of that object, or that entity. That refers to the essence of Hashem. Lavan refers to the essence of Hashem. Of course, Lavan is a very, very removed evolution of that level he, he felt it, that's a very very unholy place Lavan but it comes from that purest of pure places the Medrash says about um, Yaakov said to the shepherds do you know Lavan so the Medrash says that this, what this means is do you know the one that will purify your sin like snow will whiten your sin like snow they, it, it equates Lavan with the one that uh, with the atonement for sin. Why is that? Because that's where atonement for sin comes, as is mentioned in many sikhs already, that a place where it is so transcendent of this world of creation that it doesn't matter whatever happens in creation is totally meaningless there. And when you reach that level, everything is purified. There is no sin. All sin is forgotten, wiped out. And that is represented by love. And love represents that level. And that's why there are certain sins which our sages tell us that when you do tshuva, it suspends the sin. It suspends the judgment. What's going to happen? 
only when your Kippur comes, that brings full atonement for these sins as well. Because your tshuva means your own efforts, even though tshuva is a higher type effort than regular mitzvahs, but that's still your own effort. And your effort cannot reach what it takes to be able to whiten these sins. Only Yom Kippur, which is the revelation of Leuven Elyon, of this absolutely removed um, expression of Hashem, that's what brings atonement. And that's why the Kayan Gadol on Yom Kippur had to wear white. It alludes to the same thing. We are invoking that place of Leuven Elyon in order to whiten and purify us from sin. And this is what happened between Yaakov. Why? Yaakov couldn't accomplish it on his own, and Lavan had to chase him down and bring those sparks of holiness as a gift, hand them over to, to Yaakov. Now that Yaakov had them, he had access to this empowerment from that very, very, very high level. And therefore, now when he traveled on, his, on the road, and he had to meet up with Esau, and there was going to be a confrontation there. He has to be able to elevate Esau. All these difficult tasks, he needed that Leuven that empowerment from Leuven to be able to deal with all that. But he couldn't get it on his own. He needed Lovan in order to, to hand it over to him. In other words, when we talk about the Yaakov Halach it wasn't that Yaakov was leaving Charon and going to Etzisro, leaving an unholy place and going to a holy place, he had left Charon already. He was coming from a place in which he met up with Leiv and Elia with this absolutely highest level of uh, connection to Hashem. And with the power of that, he was going on to deal with his confrontations that he had to deal with Esau. Very exactly, exactly what we are doing when we leave Tishrei, which empowers us to be able to deal with the rest of the year in its ordinary mundaneness, that's exactly what we are describing in the Yaakov Halach Ladarki, exactly what Yaakov was experiencing at the time.